All right, I got to do just a, a little tiny piece of setup here before we get going. We're going to be in Luke chapter 1, and we're going to be studying the Magnificat. Um, don't groan about this yet. It's fine. Just relax. Ugh. Okay, here we go. Okay. Man, that's heavy. <sighs> okay, here we go. Everybody ready? I'm really asking myself about that. Okay. Sometimes we find ourselves down here in life. Anybody? Yeah. Um, we find ourselves down here because maybe we're just physically little or we are physically weak. Uh, we find ourselves down here because um, we recognize that others have more. Um, we, we are looking up at others and we recognize that others have maybe more resources, uh, maybe others have more skills, uh, maybe others just have more plain old dumb luck, but others have more. Um, we're down here because uh, maybe we've caught a few bad breaks uh, through the course of life, uh, just kind of freak circumstances. Um, in a little bit of a different fashion, maybe we're down here because um, we are, are just going through a season of grieving. Uh, maybe we're going through a season of depression. Uh, maybe we're just low in our spirit. We're walking through a valley. Um, the, the biblical word for this would be um, the word humble. Everybody say humble. That's good. I, I just can't see everybody, so I just want to make sure everybody's paying attention. Um, right? The, the biblical word would be humble, and, and humility, right? A, a humble is, is something that you can, you can choose to be, but it's also just a state of being sometimes. Um, when we're down here, we tend to take on certain behaviors. Uh, one behavior might be uh, rage or anger. Right? We just we rage or we are angry against our misfortune. Um, we're upset because uh, maybe we're upset at, at other people that are higher than us. Maybe we're just upset at the world. Maybe we're upset at ourselves. Um, another behavior when we're down here is that we wallow in guilt. Because maybe we're down here um, because of a mistake or a sin that we actually committed. It's our fault that we're here. Um, when we are down here, we often grasp uh, at something, at anything, right, that will, that will allow us to lift up or, or maybe even just be on our knees, but, but something, we grasp at something that will move us to a higher position. Um, in kind of a different way, when we are down here, sometimes we might, we might just settle for, well, this is my lot in life. This is just how it's going to be. Um, the, the thing to kind of see is that um, when we are down here, um, joy and satisfaction um, are, are kind of hard to find. That's why nobody really enjoys being down here. Uh, because, because joy and satisfaction is just not very likely. We, we're likely not satisfied that we're down here. And, and it doesn't feel like joy is very much within our reach. On the other hand, um, sometimes we might find ourselves more like up here. And um, we might be up here uh, because we've shown that we are better than other people. 
Um, or at least we think that we are better than other people. Those are different, by the way, showing that you're better and thinking that you're different, but we often kind of make them the same. Um, we've shown that we are better. We think that we are better. Um, we might be up here because we actually have more. We have more resources at our disposal. Um, we have more skills than other people do. Maybe we just have more plain old dumb good luck than other people have. But we have more, and we recognize it. Um, we might be up here because recently good things have happened to us. Uh, maybe we just got married. Maybe we just had a baby. Something really cool happened. And, uh, and of course, we call those kind of mountaintop experiences. Um, the biblical word for this would be the word pride. Uh, pride is simply just showing yourself better than somebody else. That's what pride is. Um, when we're up here, we tend to have um, certain characteristics. We take on certain behaviors, whether we want to or not. Uh, one behavior is avoidance. And what I mean by that is we are often trying to avoid being down there. We know we don't want to be down there, and so we do everything in our power to avoid being down there. It might mean that we stomp on people below us. It might mean that we're grabbing at the heels of people above us, but we will do whatever it takes to avoid being down there. Uh, when we are up here, we tend to imagine independence. And here's what I mean by that. When we're up here, there's a sense of, hey, we've accomplished something and we've done something. And so we imagine independence. We imagine that we're okay. I can do it on my own. I don't need other people. I'll just get it done. We imagine independence. Um, when we are up here, um, oddly enough, we, we don't tend to settle for, yeah, I'm good and I've got enough. Uh, we tend to always kind of want more. Because we recognize that when we're up here, we got up here because we have more or because we gained more or because we earned more. And so being up here kind of gives us a taste of that and, and that tastes good. And so we want more, we desire more so we can keep climbing because we don't want to be down there. Um, oddly enough, uh, joy and satisfaction um, are probably not as likely as you might imagine when you're up here. Uh, because very often when we are up here, we, uh, we, we tend uh, to, 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 to really uh, worry and kind of stress about our position. Um, we we, we, we want to make sure that we hold on to all the stuff that we have. We, we want to make sure that we hold on to, to this step of the ladder and, and that we're not going down the ladder. And so that stress, that worry about our position and, and holding on to what we have uh, doesn't really leave room for much joy or satisfaction. Um, we, uh, joy feels just as distant here as it does, oddly enough, to people down there. Um, I, I want you to just kind of hold on to that for a couple of minutes. And I'm going to stand on level ground, and uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about, uh, about the Magnificat. Uh, that's the fancy church word uh, for this song that Mary sings and speaks in, uh, in Luke chapter 1. It's a fascinating moment uh, because what Mary does, this song that she speaks, it speaks to both the people who are low and to the people who are up high. Uh, the song um, offers a word of, of comfort, deep comfort to people who have been brought low. And it offers a, a, a word of, of helpful caution uh, to people who might be up high. 
And the song, oddly enough, focuses um, on the character of God. And this is pretty cool because, um, you know, Mary's just been given a great gift, right? She's just been told, hey, you are going to give birth to Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the long-awaited Savior, right? She's just been told that you know, just literally within verses in chapter 1. And, um, and what's terribly interesting about this song is she doesn't one time mention the actual gift that she has just received. Her focus is entirely on the gifter, on the character of this God who's done something incredible. Her focus isn't on herself and on her position or on the gift that she's been given. Her focus is on the, is on the character of God. And we'll see this. What she does is she holds up the character of God and she doesn't use these words. I'm imposing the words on her. Um, and, and what she does is she says, hey, God is good. And because God is good, he satisfies. And because he satisfies, we can have joy. So let's just kind of walk through it here um, and, and uh, just kind of verse by verse and, and draw out uh, the things about the character of God. We pick up at verse 46. Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord. Um, to be a Lord means that you uh, rule and reign over something, right? Uh, which means uh, that you rule and reign over the ones who are down low, you also rule and reign possibly over the ones that are up high. Uh, to be Lord means that you rule and reign over something, in this case, over all things. Um, my spirit magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. You see this, right? This is not a, a Lord, a ruler, a reigner who, who stays distant and uninvolved. This is a ruler and a reigner who gets his hands dirty, who gets involved, who comes near and desires to save. He wants to save and help the ones who have been brought low. Man, he wants to save the ones who are up there already. He wants to save regardless of what your position might be. Uh, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. Uh, Mary here is uh, kind of using language that says she is down low. This isn't the depressed in the valley kind of low. This is just the general state of her life. In the pecking order of society, she is down low uh, in, in that culture. And so, so she is down low and she says, wow, God has looked on me. Right? She's saying, oh, God has paid attention. God has paid attention to me. He doesn't stay up on high just paying attention to himself. He doesn't pay attention to the ones who can give him something. No, he pays attention to me and my humble estate. He has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. Um, to be mighty means that you are capable. It means that you are able to do something. Uh, and, and so just, just see the, the language here, right? Um, if God is mighty, then he is able and capable of, of doing something for those who are uh, down low. Uh, if God is mighty, then he is, uh, it's a, a word for us when we're on the ladder, when we're in a higher position, uh, to remember that somebody else is also very able and very capable. Uh, somebody else is mighty and, and likely mightier than I am. He who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. Right? To be holy means that you are set apart, you're distinct, you're different than everything else around you. 
And so um, what, what, what a word, right, that applies to both. If you're down low, you might expect people to step on you or trip over you and not pay attention to you. That's not what God does. God is holy. He's different. He's set apart. He's distinct. God gets involved. Um, uh, if you're up top, you might expect people to be jealous of you. You might expect people to, um, to, to want something from you. You might, um, you, you might expect people to try to pull you off and take your position. That's not what God does. He's holy. He's different. He's distinct. He just celebrates the things that you have and the position that you have and continues to desire to give you more. Holy is his name, and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. Uh, to have mercy is to simply um, have kindness and to show it, to express it in some way, to people who may or may not be worthy of it, to people who probably haven't earned it, right? To have mercy is to look at somebody and have kindness to give, and then you actually give it, you express it. It's, it's kindness that is expressed. Um, has mercy for those who fear him from generation to generation. He's shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud and the thoughts of their hearts. And then just see this, right? This is a God who changes things. Just look at this. He's brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He's filled the hungry with good things and the rich he sent away empty. Do you see the changes that God brings? God never leaves things where they are. Never. And so that's an interesting word for us, right? If we are uh, down low, then we might ex expect to be exalted. If we are hungry, we might expect to be filled up. If we're already full and mighty, then we might expect to enter a season of being brought low. We might expect to enter a season where we are emptied. Um, we, we might expect uh, that God will remind us, hey, I want to give you good things, and I want you to be dependent on me in every season of life. Uh, 54, he has helped, right? He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. Um, he helps people. He gets involved. He does what is needed uh, out of his mercy, right, out of his kindness, um, as he spoke to our fathers, this is a God who actually speaks. Um, who, he, he doesn't stay uh, uninvolved. He, he has a word for us. He, he wants to speak to us when we are down there. He wants to talk with us when we are up there. It doesn't matter. He is a God who speaks. Um, my hope for you today is that uh, you'll hear a word of comfort. Because uh, I know some of us have been in that, in that valley. And I know some of us have been in that humble, low estate. And I hope that you'll just let the words that Mary sings just soak into the depths of your heart. I mean, honestly, guys, like, it's so powerful. A God who gets involved and pays attention. A God who cares and desires to, to lift you up. And I believe that that's going to happen. Uh, if, if you're in that spot, if you've been in that spot, right, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even until your life eternal begins. But it will happen. We have this amazing God who desires to comfort. Um, I, I also hope that today you'll, you'll hear the, the word of helpful caution 
uh, if you are up there and, and if you've been up there or um, if you feel like life is, is good and, and you've accomplished a lot and you're high on the ladder, that you'll just hear that word of caution that our lives are still dependent on God the Father Almighty, uh, that we absolutely need him. Uh, we need him just as much as if we are down there. And, and here's the cool thing. He desires to give you more. He desires, uh, that doesn't mean he desires to help you move up the ladder. He just desires to be good and give you good, satisfying things and fill your hearts with joy. But <clears throat> more than anything else, uh, my hope for you today is that you'll simply stop looking at your position. That you'll just stop focusing on whether you're down there or whether you're up there. Because again, it's just fascinating to me that Mary uh, isn't focused on this gift that she has just received. And she's not focused on, on uh, her position or their position. She's focused almost entirely on the character of God. And so my hope today is that you'll just kind of come back and maybe let the words of this song pour over your heart. And that you'll just refocus on the character of God. Because the character of our God is that he is oh so good. He longs to satisfy you. And he longs to fill your hearts with joy. When we focus on his character, that's where real comfort and joy is found. Amen? Let's pray. Um, Jesus, we, uh, we, we thank you for uh, being a God who is uh, involved and, uh, and cares uh, a God who uh, who never changes, um, regardless of of the of the position that we find ourselves in, regardless of what happened uh, moments ago, uh, regardless of the season that we might find ourselves, we come back to the truth and we proclaim the truth that you are our good, and uh, we look to you for satisfaction today. And we thank you for bringing joy within our reach. Uh, we thank you for meeting us where we are, uh, for being Emmanuel. And we thank you for, uh, for, 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 uh, for this song uh, that we can come back to and just simply rejoice in, in your amazing character. Uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are truly amazing. And we just lift our hearts in gladness towards you today. In the name of Jesus, all God's people said, amen.